0: This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere
1: you do business. Hello, my name is Chris Hadnagy. I am the CEO and Chief Human Hacker at Social Engineer and CEO at the Innocent Lives Foundation. I won't go back as far as like four and five when I thought I was going to be an astronaut or whatever. But I was in college and I was in a programming class and uh, modems had you know just started coming out. We had 4,800 baud modems and I was practicing some scripting and I was like a minor phone freaker. Like I loved the idea of figuring out how phones worked and, I, you know, carrying the Captain Crunch whistle and getting free phone calls and all that. And I had figured out how to create the same tones using a computer that you could with a whistle. So I wrote a script that dialed a number. It then um, played that tone that told the number to shut itself off for about 90 seconds. And it then dialed another number, hung up and dialed another number. And then I threaded it. So I was doing like 16 numbers on one modem. Then I connected two modems using, here kids, an LPT-1 cable, and I connected two modems so I could do 32 calls at once And I ran this, and I ran it for about 15 minutes. I wasn't trying to be destructive. I shut down uh, 75% of Sarasota County's phone system for a day. Everything went dark. The police came to the college, and they went, "Uh, who did this? And I went, oh, that, that was me. And they're like, don't do that again, son. That was bad. And the dean went, okay, we're embarrassed. You're out. And kicked me out. And I went, this is what I want to do with my life. I'm like, this was amazing. I want to learn how that happened. I want to know how that worked. I want to know everything about that. And that kind of started the fire in me that I wanted to understand infosec, technology, all that different kind of stuff. I became a chef. I owned a window cleaning company. I was a car detailer. I then went to go be an IT person at a manufacturing company and while I was there I talked them into letting me become a negotiator for stainless steel in India and China and I traveled the globe negotiating prices on stainless steel and then I got bored with that and that's when I'm like I gotta go do other stuff and that's when I entered the realm of learning offensive security and I started looking for courses I found the CEH and I found the OSCP. So the Certified Ethical Hacker and the OSCP, and I kept looking at both and both had reviews, but, and this is a crazy way to make this decision, the OSCP was cheaper. And I said, I had that much money, so I'm gonna go do this. So I went and I bought the OSCP and I fell in love. Oh my gosh, the offset course was like a new type of education, something I never experienced. Getting to actually do the thing Not just read about it Having someone push you to create programs To write scripts I was learning like a sponge I would stay up all night and then work in the day I became an addict I literally was like a drug addict on this I kept buying lab time Um, This is a maybe not so humble brag But I was the first person to ever break FC4 In their network This machine that they put up That was supposed to be unbreakable It took me like three straight days And when I broke it the owner of the company reached out to me and he said, do you want a job? He's like, you broke FC4. If you passed the cert, let's talk. I went and took the cert. I passed it first time. I know it's a huge deal. And then I met him in, in DC. He came in and at ShmooCon, I got hired to be the operations manager, co-trainer for offensive security. I can't even describe it. It's like a dream come true. Like, and I also learned that I was never going to be a coder. It wasn't going to happen. Every time we did a pen test, I'm like, I'm better at talking to people. I'm better at sending a phishing email. I'm better at picking up the phone. That's what I need to do. And he goes, why don't you write a framework for social engineering? took me about nine months. I wrote the framework. I put it on social-engineer.org. And overnight, I couldn't believe the amount of people that were on it. I get a call from Kevin Mitnick's publisher. And they say, hey, no one has ever written about social engineering like this. Will you write a book? And I'm like, no, I'm not an author like I'm not interested I hung up so I call her back and I'm like hey I I changed my mind I'll take the book she's like great so I wrote my very first book Social Engineering The Art of Human Hacking do not read it it's horrific but that was a labor of love 10 months later that book came out and it changed my whole life I started getting calls from companies asking me to consult, asking me to speak and do this and that's when I created my company that I have now. When I started out, I would describe myself pretty much as a jerk. I was I'm a very D-type communicator, which means I'm really direct and I learned over the last decade that that is not a great way to lead. You don't garner loyalty when you lead that way. And I learned that by teaching social engineering as a communications tool. Uh, But I would say now that my leadership style is more something based very much on empathy and where I really do care about the people that are under me. To the point that sometimes I make even bad decisions for business because I care about them. And one of the other things I learned is that good delegation means that when you give somebody a task, you back away. You know, you, you stay available if they need you, but you back away. And that gives people empowerment to really own projects and then to feel a lot of pride when they accomplish those projects. First of all, read a lot, get educated. What I tell people is get educated. And it doesn't mean go to college. You can, but I think read books, then start writing and sharing content with the community because this shows you, shows people you're educated write a blog, spread some free knowledge, put the things you're learning out there, help other people learn. That's what started me is writing that framework is getting knowledge and then sharing that knowledge for free, not expecting people to pay for it. And then you'll find that people will come to you and they'll go, Hey, I really liked that article you wrote on this. You know, can you come on this show or can you come talk to my people or can you do that? Another path is you can do the same thing with education But you go to a pen test company or an InfoSec company and you get hired and you start from the ground up and you start to work your butt off and offer your help in the SE world and doing this and that. And eventually you'll see they'll start using you more and more and you build a name for yourself. There are 526,000 jobs in the U.S. alone that are needed in InfoSec. I tell any person that wants to be in this industry, you can find a job. Just don't expect to walk in the front door and say, pay me. Show them that you're worth it.
0: And now, a message from CyberBit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport.